So that was fun. We just had Nikki B on the podcast from everywhere. Everywhere. Golf Channel, Adidas, For Her Sports, Play Like a Girl podcast through Max Preps. We're probably missing something. <laughs> We're missing something. She's got a blog. She's got all the... Everything. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's like a renaissance girl. I or like a, kind of like a Rachel Hollis, right? Yeah, like a Rachel yeah, Hollis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got so excited when she's like, oh, Rachel Hollis. Anyway, you guys will hear it. We You'll like definitely hear it. Totally at the end, we totally are like little girls and scream about Rachel Hollis. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like but it was awesome. Like we're five. But yeah. It was yeah. good, though. It was a good, it was a good bonding <laughs> moment. <laughs> it was a good bonding moment. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah. Nikki B is awesome. It makes sense that she does so much because she's got that personality. Yes. She's just full of life and energy and full of passion for... Right. Um, connecting with, I think, coaches and uh, coaches of, of young uh, female athletes and then right. also the female athletes themselves. And so she said a lot of really good stuff about her own yeah. golf career, some of the adversity she faced, and mm -hmm. just you're, you're going to catch a, a glimpse of the passion that she has for what she does for yeah. sure. We to yeah. I totally did. She yeah. definitely has a passion for not only the sport of golf, but just for, for females. Like I, yeah. you know, just because, you know, and she mentions that golf is – a very much male, you know, dominated. I mean, just athletics in general right. is pretty male dominated, and females sure. are just trying to make their way and you know make their break and make their way into the sport. And just you know, there's a pay difference, and there's um. And she mentions this like shocking statistic. Right, about, that was I pretty say, crazy. Can I spoil it here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So absolutely. So she says that um, she told us before we recorded, and then she said it again on it. So you'll hear it in the episode. But she said only four percent of females actually get media attention. Is that how she said it? I think it was 4% of media coverage media is coverage. dedicated towards females. Okay, I got it backwards. I'm not dyslexic, <laughs> I swear. I just I, I think the <laughs> I think the bottom, we'll just say this. Okay. Uh, Nikki B says it way better she does. than both yeah. of us, so it's all good. But that low percentage was shocking. But anyway, so yep. she she definitely, you guys will hear, she'll ha she has a passion for for what she's doing and just um and i loved it right before at the end that's right before we screamed about rachel hollis because i told her i said i feel like i just listened to rachel hollis because she was super passionate about um just like hey you know if you want if you want something you need to just go do it sure and so and that was just her whole like wrap up talk about how where she is where she is now and how she got there Right. Yeah. Right. No, it's a it's a fun episode. Um, I think you guys will really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so uh, enjoy this next episode. Yeah. Enjoy. Now it is time. Now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine. Character Combine. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, you ready? When he goes beyond the scoreboard, the scoreboard coaches, coaches, I want you to have the type of voice, type of voice that your athletes will hear decades later and still recognize the leadership that you hold in their life. Get this thing, get this thing started. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I'm Deb McCollum. And uh, we have a pretty cool guest today. We always have good guests, but today's a, a pretty cool one. So, uh, Deb, do you want to intro her in? Yes, I do, because I'm the one who social media stalked her and got her just a, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just so you know, um, she was really excited when she uh, got the yes. So. Yeah. I love it. I, I like, love yeah, it. she responded. <laughs> um, so in front of me is um, Nikki B. Nikki Bondura. She's a social media correspondent for the Golf Channer Channel. She's a co-founder of For Her Sports, mm -hmm. and we're going to ask her about that soon. And um, the host for Max Preps, Play Like a Girl podcast, which is awesome. And you're an Adidas golf ambassador. Yes, She's a lot of things. <laughs> like when I looked at her profile and I looked at her website and just her blog, I'm like, oh my gosh, she does so, I couldn't, I, she, you, you do so much. So anyway, Nikki, thank you for being here. We appreciate you yes, taking the time you. and coming and seeing us and I'll stop talking so that you can stop. Oh my gosh, talking. no, <laughs> of course. I'm so excited yeah. to be here. And um, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because when people ask me what I do, usually when they say, so what do you do? I go, um, <laughs> that's like, my first initial response, stuff, yeah. but that's basically yeah. what I say. I'm like, yeah. you know, but long story short, I would say I'm a golf media personality. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to be here though. I think what you guys are doing is awesome. I love the whole, um, brand character combine. So I'm excited to be oh, here today. So thanks yay. for asking me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Thank you. You're, uh, okay. Oh yeah. No, sorry. No, go ahead. This is what happens. We cut each other. No, Josh. <laughs> you go, Josh. Okay. I'm going to go. Um, so we both follow you on, on Instagram now nice. and it's exhausting. Like <laughs> I'm like, mm -hmm. she's somewhere all the time. Yeah. 
And I just get tired of looking at it. I, you're telling me. I, yeah, I, I no am, I'm tired myself. I just got back <laughs> from L.A. on Monday, and I basically just laid in bed and did kind of nothing all day. I kind of did some work for my com- laptop sure. in my bed, but it was, I mean, the whole week before I was gone Monday mo- to Monday, and it was just like a week long of working and barely getting any sleep every night. So I was like, I just need a day to myself where I sleep and do nothing. Um, But yeah, sometimes I can't keep up myself. I told my husband, we just got married and I'm like, look, you're not going to see me. Thank you. You're not going to see me all of 2019, but it is what it is. (laughs) And luckily he's very supportive of me along with all my other family. So yeah, but it definitely, um, yeah, it's kind of like a where's Waldo. I feel like sometimes (laughs) I would completely agree with that for sure. Right. Um, That's awesome. Um, Monday as in yesterday. Yes. Okay, so today's mm-hmm. Tuesday, everyone. So <laughs> right. this is our, this is our a quick recording turnaround. day. So we Tuesday. definitely appreciate you sw- yeah. swinging by. Yep. Yeah, thanks so hey, much. It's just yeah. a day in the life, you know, when you yeah. do something like this, especially working in media. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the name of the game. Have to right. travel, have to constantly right. work. And I'm hoping that I can work a ton now so that in the future I don't have right. to work as much. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's yeah, awesome. it makes sense for sure. Yeah. So you said you're, um, when you said, when people ask me what I do, this mm-hmm. is what I say. What, how did you word it? A golf? Golf media personality. Golf media personality. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> so obviously you specialize in golf. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want to know is um, when when did you start getting into golf? Like mm-hmm. what what got you interested in mm-hmm. that? Especially like as a woman, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, a lot of, um, I won't get into all this now, but it's like, you know, it's like more of a guy dominated oh, yeah. sport. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I actually, um, I didn't start playing really competitively or seriously until I was 12, but I actually, um, I grew up around it my whole life. My dad's a, an avid golfer. He could have played professionally himself. He ended wow. up not, um, but he has been, you know, in the industry his whole life. And, but I hated it growing up, you guys. Like I absolutely <laughs> hated golf. And I thought it was like a boring, I thought it was daddy sport, like daddy sport with oh, his friends because yeah, yeah because yeah. every time I went out on the golf course, it was daddy and his guy friends and I didn't see any females out on right. the golf course. So right. that's kind of how I associated. And of course, like it's not like a fast pace like basketball or soccer, which are very exciting when you're younger yeah. and you can get out all your energy as a kid. Right. Um, but then it wasn't until I was about 11, I actually met a professional golfer. Her name's Natalie Golpis. She's from the Sacramento yeah. area. She's sure. like, yeah, tall, blonde. She dressed so cute. And of course at like 11 years old, I'm like so into fashion and everything. Yeah. Um, so I met her and I, I was actually at an LPGA tournament. I think it was in Auburn at the Ridge. And I remember seeing all these women for the first time. Wow. Um, I mean, from what I could remember, my dad took me to a couple <laughs> when yeah. I was younger, but sure. um, it was the first time it really hit me that like, wow, girls actually play golf and like they make it seem really fun. And right. then of course there was also a cute boy that played <laughs> golf. So, you know, there that you helped go. a little bit too. Yeah, um, but then I guess I came home one day cause I had been playing like soccer um, in elementary school, kind of gave that up, started playing basketball basketball in middle school and then uh I was just kind of frustrated with it and then also I did musical theater and all those things I was kind of frustrated with because I was good but I wasn't good enough and I mm-hmm. felt like the reason why I wasn't good enough is because um you know there's like politics and sports and like the sure. coach's daughter would get the playing time and everything right. and mm-hmm. and I was always in the position where someone else would be better than me and so golf was kind of intriguing to me because I realized hey like this is a sport where it like it's all on me like if sure. I play well and like if I you know if I'm the best that will show like there's you know no coach can kind of pick mm-hmm. and choose who plays and gets the starting position because right. Right. it's kind of all on you and that's what really I was like I kind of um I kind of got infatuated with that idea yeah. that it, like I was in control and so right. obviously I am yeah. a OCD and a control freak <laughs> <laughs> so like the thought that so it's perfect for yeah you. it was perfect yeah, for me when sense. I was like wow this is something that I can control yeah. um I really liked that idea and so my dad of course was on cloud nine I came home told uh, my mom and then she told my dad and my dad was absolutely on cloud nine he's like, like yes yes moment. yes because yeah. i'm also an only child so oh, he's like my oh. one baby girl wants to play golf he was just uh, so, so he had stoked one shot one, like, one shot we've got to make this happen yes okay yes his and proudest moment awesome. oh 100 i think his proudest moments are like the two times I've beat him on the golf course, uh, awesome. funny enough. Oh, but okay. yeah, so he um, he was super excited and it kind of just snowballed from there. Luckily, I had kind of, you know, dabbled in, in it a little bit. And so I was like pretty natural at it. Um, and I ended up 
um, com- like practicing the summer before eighth grade all all summer long and then of course that whole eighth grade year and I got good enough to where I played varsity all four years in high school and then went off to college but yeah that's how I got into it and yeah I didn't didn't love it at first that's for sure but I ended up getting the golf bug pretty quickly once I did that's awesome <laughs> yeah. you know where'd you play in college uh, I played at Sacramento State Oh, very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Very so cool. I'm definitely cool. a local Sacramento girl through and through. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That is awesome. And then, so how often do you get to play now with your busy schedule mm-hmm. and just everything that you're doing? Right. Like, mm-hmm. do you get to play for for pleasure mm-hmm. these days? It depends. Like yeah. you guys mentioned, I'm pretty busy um, yes. and it really depends on the job. So like I was just in LA uh, this past week and we did teach a clinic. We taught a junior clinic, which was really, really fun. But oh, cool. um, unfortunately I didn't get to actually play. So it just really depends on what it is I'm doing because sometimes the events that I go out to, like I get to play either in the pro-am or I get to play in the actual tournament or I get to um, just like play and cover the golf, the golf course if it's like more of a vacation thing rather than an actual golf tournament sure. so it really just depends on what it is I'm doing I do try to get out at least once a week because I definitely working in the industry like I have to keep up my game to, yeah. I can't yeah. you know get up on the first tee and whip it I gotta actually like <laughs> yeah. you know bring my right. a game awesome. um, but yeah so I do try to get out once a week uh, if I can that's if good. more if I can but definitely at least once a week that's good yeah. so what's the what's the favorite place you've been or the your favorite course oh my you... gosh so um, I got to play Cypress Point uh, in okay. Monterey which mm-hmm. was absolutely like it's one of the most prestigious golf courses it's so hard to get on it's very exclusive um but my and what what was really special about it is that my dad and i got to play with another father daughter so it was you know two father daughters and we were the first tea time out of the day so like the dew was still on the grass the sun was rising like it was just a picturesque picturesque, like honestly magical um and we just ha- had a wonderful time and our caddy was amazing. Um, and so it was, I was actually playing pretty well up until the 16th hole, um, which is actually a pretty famous hole. It's like a short par four, but you basically have to go over the ocean, <laughs> like oh over gosh. a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Nice. There's like okay. a little inlet in the, in yeah. the cliff. And, um, I ended up, I hit a great drive, but it was, ended up in the bunker and I kind of got screwed. But anyway, so it ruined, <laughs> oh, no. I made a double and it ruined my golf round. I ended up like, oh. I was like going to shoot in the seventies. And then I ended up, I think shooting 83 or 84. But regardless, like that was just like I will always remember that golf round just because it was, you know, special. It was with me and my dad and with another father daughter. And it was just, um, yeah, it was one of the coolest golf rounds ever. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. That sounds amazing. I don't yeah. golf at all. Like I do top golf, and even then, it's not. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. Like it's so you're not gonna appreciate this, but. <laughs> I, do tell. Uh, so my so I played baseball, and so I like to tell people that I hit a lot of like liners down the left field line. Mm-hmm. It's not pretty when I golf, and so um, even at Top Golf, I like shift my entire body just to make it go straight. It's mm-hmm. not pretty. It's really bad. It's, so it's hard. It's, it's fun, hard though. for baseball players because you guys are on this like this plane, like very right. flat, mm-hmm. and yeah. golf you guys can't figure out mm-hmm. the different plane. So it's very. I love watching baseball players, and it's it's always so fun. I'm like, try to do this, and I'm like, okay, they're not getting it. They're just always gonna have a baseball swing. Yeah. It's really. Bad. I've tried just top golf. I've done nine nine holes. I'm sorry, I did nine holes. My wife was taking um, a class in college, mm-hmm. and she had to do nine holes. I'm like, yeah, I'll go with you. And it was we lost all the balls, and <laughs> it was just it was so we're yeah. constantly letting people play through. It's like we're sorry, we suck, yeah. and so anyways, I'm not good. But that's okay. <laughs> hey, you, you got out there. We need to get you out there again. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, same. I don't have a redeeming story for that because I myself am equally not as great at the game of golf i do wow. have a good like i played so well we always talk about when, when josh and i talk about sports we always reference baseball and softball because that's our background mm-hmm. right. and so we're always like sorry guys that's all we know right yeah that's, yeah. that's what we're going to talk about that's so, why you're here mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so i do so i got yeah the softball swing that yeah the plane is definitely different mm-hmm. and then i pivot my feet the wrong way like you know like i would swing a softball but that's all i got is a drive and it always hooks and then i don't have anything else and so i always lose all my balls if i ever the few times that I've been golfing. It's all so good. Anyway, we just need to get you guys out there. We okay. need to go out and play. If the three of us play, you, you might be frustrated with us. No, it's <laughs> fine. See, I'll, I'm I'll all, the, I'll all about growing the game. I'll carry the clubs. The I'll do something like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, well, I'll force you to hit a few, but it's fine. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, so you, so while I was looking at all the things mm-hmm. you do, um, one of the cool things I found is that you, um, at, you're a co-founder for for her, for her sports mm-hmm. and for is spelled F-O-R-E. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cute. Yes. Um, <laughs> could you tell us about that? Like how it got started? Mm-hmm. Like what do you guys do? Um, it's um, you and... Yes, and me and my friend Tisha. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so um, Tisha and I met actually three years ago now um, and it was really cool how we met. There was nine of us girls that got together um, in a house in Arizona and we had 
like a girls golfing weekend. And so, cause you know, you always see like the boys having their boys golfing trip, but you never see the girls. And so we brought um, in a media company and like the whole point was like to film this awesome weekend and showcase that the girls are just as good as the guys. So it was super fun. All the girls that were out there were absolutely amazing. And I'm still close with pretty much all of them. Yeah. Um, but Tish and I actually clicked a lot on that trip. And what's funny is in the very beginning, her and I both didn't think that we would be the one that each other would click with just because we're totally yin and, yin and yang, like just yeah. two, you know, just okay. different. Like she's more of like the swag, like super cool. And then I'm just, I feel like mom. <laughs> so definitely didn't think that we would yeah. click, but we ended up really getting along that weekend. And we found that we both shared a love for growing the game of golf and just really empowering women. Um, and for us, the easiest way is to empower them through the game of golf. So uh, we ended up figuring that out, and we um, actually kind of were with um, an organization and and really were trying to grow the game. And it was really all about like social media marketing um, and really just trying to build the presence of female golfers on social media. And then that kind of took us to uh, create our own company. We just decided we wanted to go off and do our own thing. And mm -hmm. so we created our company l last year in August. Yes. Um, so August of 2018, yeah. And so cool. it was um, it was really exciting. It was very scary because her and I both have never started our own company before and we're learning so much. It's oh, definitely, right. yeah, it's like a test of patience and uh, you learn a ton when sure. uh, you, you own your own company. But I, I'm so happy that we did because it's just really cool what we've been able to accomplish so far. Mm -hmm. um, and still the whole mission is to grow the game of golf um, and also to d empower women. So we want to get more females out on the golf course um, and by doing so it's all like social media marketing so like for example this past week we were down in LA for the LPGA LA Open which was um, a lot of fun and like the girls out there the professional golfers are so good so we just want to showcase and show them love and yeah. you know I shared a statistic with you guys before we started recording that only four percent right. of sports media is dedicated to females That's yeah. crazy. so her and yeah. I really want to try and change that conversation and really like help promote <laughs> female golfers and hopefully maybe one day we you know it's for her sports because maybe eventually we'll branch out of golf and get into other sports but right now That'd like awesome. you know like you guys said you you sure. know baseball and softball right. we know golf best so that's right. what we're starting out with yeah yeah that is awesome that's really cool oh so you guys gosh. are so obviously we we reach out to athletes and coaches mm -hmm. but really the i think the primary goal is to reach out to coaches of any sport mm -hmm. and so you know as you were going through your years of playing golf was mm -hmm. there a, a specific coach that really kind of changed kind of changed your life and mm -hmm. impacted your life and kind of set you in this direction it's like you know what I want to impact young girls, mm -hmm. uh, young golfers. Um, this kind of, this coach is kind of my role model for that. Do you have one of those? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have a few. So okay, of cool. course, um, I have to say my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, yeah. um, you know, he wasn't actually like my coach, coach, but uh, he helped me out along the way, um, probably more than anyone else did, just because he he was my dad. So he's there yeah. twenty four seven. Yeah. Um, right. But through him, I mean. It wasn't always easy. We butted heads a lot, um, and we got in a lot of fights over golf. So there was times where I didn't like him, but you know what? It made me so <laughs> yeah, it, love him to death. And we, you know, it's all good now. But yeah. um, but it made me so much stronger. Like I feel like I have so much thick skin because of it. Um, and he sure. pushed me to work harder. So um, there is, of course, my dad. Um, I, I, I one thought on that. Sorry to interrupt <laughs> mm -hmm. you. But so as far as like you've talked about this whole time, mm -hmm. you know, not many like not much media coverage for mm -hmm. female golfers or female female athletes. Mm -hmm. Was he like aware of that when he was coaching you? Like, was that something mm -hmm. that was part of his, I guess, mentorship? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And he, it's so funny. He actually, and I don't know if this is now because of me, but I don't think so. Um, yeah. He loves watching women's golf. And I okay. think, you know, he loves both men's and women's golf equally. So yeah, he just loves the game. And yeah. I, um, it's funny because men play, different you know men and women play differently but yeah. it's like there's beauty in both like men can obviously they just grip it and rip it they hit the ball far they smash it but women are so accurate so it's really cool to mm -hmm. see the differences between men's and women's games and um like our swings are just so much more fluid and so kind of like I guess more prettier in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no know, offense, Josh. Yeah. No, 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 no offense, I, boys. We do a podcast, not a video podcast. So I get it. <laughs> not a problem here. Yeah. So they're just like it's just prettier because it's more fluid. The tempo's better. Um, um, but yeah, I think he he. It's funny. I asked him before. I'm like, did do you ever wish that you had a son? Like I've asked him this a couple of times just because I'm curious. And he's like, no. He's like, no. You know. He's like, yeah, it would have been nice. But he's like, I'm. Am I no way like? regret that I had you as a daughter but he was and he 
the reason why he, I think, kind of pushed me is because, um, you know, it didn't matter whether I was a boy or a girl, right? right. So um, my right. dad is just awesome when it comes to that, and he's my biggest advocate. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm a girl. He thinks I can do anything I set my mind to. So, awesome. um, yeah. yeah, so definitely, yeah. So, of course, my dad has been one of the biggest coaches right. and that fans of awesome. my life. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Cool. So cool. Um, and so so earlier when when my intro of you, which I thought would sound better, so if it didn't, <laughs> Oh, sorry. no, it was really good. <laughs> you should have heard some of our others. It was really choppy. Not really you, me. Cho- yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. I was going to say, we're about to fight, Josh. <laughs> we'll save that for off the mic. Okay. <laughs> Not in the presence of a guest. <laughs> sorry, we do this all the time. We actually uh, hate each other. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> this is like, we just hold together for like an hour, and it's like, once the guest leaves, like, you know what? I can't stand you. Yeah. <laughs> off the mic. Anyways, um, go ahead. <laughs> anyways, we're back. We're reeling it back in. Yeah. Um, your podcast play like mm-hmm. a girl so yeah. tell us about that and how that got started mm-hmm. like I said one of your many things that you do and um and just the idea behind it mm-hmm. and how long you've been doing it for and some of the guests you've had yeah so um play like girl has been amazing so we actually um I got together with max preps um yeah. about a year and a half ago and what's funny is um I know the owner of the company. It's my husband's uh, best friend's dad. So that's how I, but what's funny, so I've known them for like five years and it didn't really click to do anything together until we got together one night um, with actually a girl that came into town and we kind of realized that we were both trying to get into the woman's space. Like, so the female athlete space, because, you know, Max Reps, I mean, with all sports, uh, it's very much male driven. So they wanted to try and tap into the female audience. And so we kind of got together and we bounced around a bunch of different ideas. We like tested different things. We created a bunch of different type of content. Um, and then we ended up landing on a podcast because I know podcasts are you know obviously it's like kind of a hot market right now that's kind of the thing to do um but I also just think like the you know it's it's I don't know the value is just there in in a podcast so um we ended up settling on that and I'm so happy that we did because like you said we've been able to um I guess it's been maybe a year I think it actually has been uh, a year now um but we've been able to get some amazing guests on um we've had Olympic athletes um we had Kate Sauer she's the NFL you know coach in the NFL assistant coach um we've had uh, Carmelita Jeter, the fast, one of the fastest women alive. She like broke a world record. Like we've just had some insane women. And what's so great about these female athletes is like, there's an underlying message with all of them and it's they do it for the love of the game and they have so much resiliency. Like the, a lot of these women have been through, honestly, I don't know if I can swear, but they've been through hell and back and like, they keep pushing, like overcoming obstacle after obstacle. Um, and they do it because they just love the game, you know, cause right. women's sports, we don't get paid as much as the men. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, what's really cool about female athletes is they really do love it because, or they really do it because they really right. are passionate about it. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been really cool. They, and every single one of them inspire me and like, I get so fired up, you know, after every single podcast, but, yeah. um, yeah, they're just, it's, it's been a fun little like passion project of mine. Oh, for sure. What's mm-hmm. the response been from the community? Oh my gosh, people love it. And especially like the athletes themselves, you know, they get so excited because, and they share it like tenfold with everyone they know. Um, and they share it on their social media, which is great because, you know, only 4% gets of of sports media coverage is for females. So it's been, it's been so cool. Like we're, we were so nervous, especially to ask like some of the like Olympians We're like an Olympian's not going to come on this podcast. Like we're nobodies. Like we haven't, Hmm. we've only had 30 episodes. So we're like, I don't know if anyone's going to want to come. Like we don't have many accolades behind it. We don't, we haven't had many episodes, but when, when we ask them, they're like, yep, no problem. And they come right on. So yeah. And then, yeah. And then of course we've gotten awesome feedback from like high school and college female athletes. Um, and then just, uh, you know, different communities in general. So yeah, I think it's, um, the thing about it is there's nothing really dedicated to specifically high, high school and college female athletes. So I think this is, um, just an awesome podcast for, that's kind of relatable to them and gives them inspiration for, you know, listening to, cause a lot of the guests are a little bit older. Sure. Um, you know, they're in their twenties, maybe thirties, but it's great inspiration for them because, you know, they look up to these women. So right. yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. That's really cool. No, I, I love it. So it's cool yeah. for me because I have a, 
I didn't mention this earlier, mm-hmm. but we have my wife and I have a, a three-month-year-old daughter. Aww, it's our first daughter, so congratulations! It's our, it's our only child. Oh, oh my gosh, she I is. have mad baby fever, so <laughs> you're gonna have to show me pictures after. <laughs> we will definitely do that. But, uh, so cute. I'm trying to convince Josh to let her on the podcast. Yes, I just want to like she's, hold her, and if she makes noises, yes. okay. <laughs> yeah. There's one yeah. episode in particular that you hear because we were recording at my house, yeah. and my wife was in the other room, and she was just like going crazy, and you heard the noise. I'm like, oh, there's Zoe. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but no, anyway, so it's cool, like. Seeing this podcast mm-hmm. and seeing what you guys are doing is really cool because um, she's obviously a female. Mm-hmm. So in, hopefully she plays sports one day. And mm-hmm. so hopefully she can hear, you know, from people like you and all the guests that you have on and it gets inspired by mm-hmm. that. You know, so along with the support that my wife and I have for her, there's other places out there that will support her as well and then inspire her to achieve great things as mm-hmm. a female athlete. So I think it's really cool. I think it I don't know for me. It's, it would have always been a cool thing, but I think especially now it kind of hits home, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Totally. So well, yeah, because really cool. now you have a baby girl. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like she's kind of entering that world. Yeah, yeah, but to that point, it's so true. Like, you know, it was the same thing for me. Like, I can hear it from my parents that I'm the greatest, you know, athlete or greatest kid alive, but it doesn't really – or, you know, and they can give me advice, like, you got this, like, you know, just keep going. But it means, I think, not a little bit more, but it does mean it's different when you hear it from someone else and when you get that encouragement from someone else. Because, you know, like, of yeah. course, well, hopefully, like, your parents do support you. Right. Um, and then even if they don't, it's just great to get that outside support if you don't have that. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. and we've talked before, and I'm sure, I'm sure your dad has stories like mm-hmm. this where – you know, you'll be playing a sport and your parents telling you one thing, trying to coach you. It's like, okay, this is how you do it. And then you're just not getting it. The moment you go to practice and then the coach says it, <laughs> oh the same. My am gosh. I, am I right? Your dad tries a million stories like that, right? Oh, he's going to listen to this and be like, I I do that all the time. Like, that's what happened. <laughs> I had a feeling. No joke. Like, my dad, because he knew my swing better than anybody. Yeah. Better than all my swing co- coaches, except for Phil Dawson. You're my man, Phil. Um, I, didn't, I didn't mention him earlier, but Phil Dawson, like, my dad would tell me what to do. And of course, like, Phil would tell me to do the same thing. And he would get, my dad would get all mad because it it's what he told up. me. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, but Phil tells me in a nicer way in a way that I can understand better and my dad would just be pissed. (laughs) But to your point, that's like, you hear that, Mm -hmm. that voice is still supportive, but sometimes I don't think you realize because you're just used to that voice. Right. And so sometimes, yeah, I I do, I do believe it's uh, good if an outside voice, as frustrating as it may be for the the parent. Exactly. (laughs) It's beneficial for sure. Right. Same. My dad coached me when I played softball. Same thing. Mm -hmm. So totally a test. Even when I'm training um, athletes, um, I'm a strength and conditioning coach mm-hmm. as well. So even when I'm training them and then I talk to the parent afterwards, they're like, you know, they're jokingly telling me, I can't believe I have to pay someone to tell her to work out yep. because I tell them to work out all the time, yep. blah, 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 you know, and so and they'll listen to me, but not their parents. Too, exactly. I think it's an ego. Be. I think it's an ego thing for mm-hmm. an athlete. I think, oh, for I sure. Know, well, in the whole like listening to one voice and not getting an outside voice. Mm-hmm. I think so. And I remember the times when I was pitching and my dad you know, would try to teach me something and my coach, other coaches would finally tell me and then I'd like do something in a game. Yeah. The one person that was like excited, but there was a little bit of hesitation is my dad. He's like, I've been telling you that clown. <laughs> yep, I've been trying exactly. to teach you that. So I'm excited for you, right. but at the same time, you should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Do you have a, um, do you have a favorite uh, female athlete that you've always looked up to throughout your life? Not necessarily oh a golfer, gosh. but just an athlete in general. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, all of them. All of them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, you know what? I, I honestly, growing up, it was Natalie Golpus. Um, sure. She, I just loved, I mean, she, she kind of did go a little bit more like the sexier route. I'm a little bit more reserved than she is, but she was great in the fact that she knew how to market herself and build a brand. And I mm-hmm. really respect that because, you know, after I think what the one thing that athletes don't really realize, it's like, okay, well after the sport, what's next? And so I think she's done a really great job of transitioning into that. Um, and then one I really am obsessed with right now and like have always been is Serena Williams. And right. especially yeah. now that she's a mom, like yeah. I just think that that is so cool because Incredible. I'm yeah and I'm the type of person like I have always had a dream of being a mom and being a career woman and so mm-hmm. um, because my that's what my mom also was um, my mom has been working for Apple for 30 years now wow. so awesome. you know and but she's also like super mom so yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. just love women that are able to prove to all of us that like you know what I can be both I don't have to choose so um, Serena Williams is definitely one person that is inspiring me right now for sure yeah, that's, that's very awesome. cool. Mm-hmm. That I have awesome. all these questions ran into my head now. I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going Fire away. That's okay. So I will let Deb talk, but I have one more question. Sorry. Um, no, it's yeah. okay. 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 My sure? turn. My yeah, turn. Yeah, go ahead. And then I'll go. And then you go. Don't forget <laughs> it, though. Okay, don't forget it. I'm going to try um, my best. Yeah. When you said earlier how, um, you know, just talking to all the women on your podcast mm-hmm. and just all, you know, 
they've been through hell and back and mm-hmm. there's adversity. We actually had a, uh, did our own, we did a podcast on adversity, mm-hmm. a couple of them kind of one dedicated to adversity mm-hmm. and on the, another one we talked about it. Um, is, was there any type of adversity that hit you mm-hmm. like while you're playing like through high school and then through college mm-hmm. that you've had to deal with? Yeah, definitely. So when I was in high school, um, I got pretty good pretty quickly and you know, it's really easy to go from hundred to 90 and then 90 to 80, but kind of breaking that 80 to 70 is when it gets your you know shooting in the 80s and going to shooting in the 70s that's when it gets hard and so for me though in high school like we played from the forward tee so it was it was pretty easy I can shoot in the 70s consistently and I was kind of a big fish in a small pond then fast forward to college I ended up becoming um, a very small fish in a big pond college is definitely a very different ball game so for me, um, I I put a lot of pressure on myself internally, and I think also, you know, some of that was my dad, of course, as well. Um, and so I ended up like my freshman year, my first tournament of the year, my first tee shot of the day. I duck hooked it, so I hit it like basically dead left into the hazard, and I ended up like that literally that moment because also my mental game wasn't right. I hadn't really worked on it quite enough. Um, that really kind of not like ruined my college career, but it really like kind of, it was a domino effect. So I, it was my whole freshman year, um, was pretty difficult. My coach, God bless him because he would take me to tournaments as an individual, still gave me that college experience, um, which was amazing. I'm forever grateful to him, um, that I was still, you know, able to travel with the team and feel a part of the team, even though I wouldn't go to every single tournament and I wasn't really good enough to be playing on the team, but he would take me as an individual. Um, so that was really hard. Um, it definitely, uh, took a toll on me. And, uh, you know, like I said, it was like going from a big fish in a little pond to a, a small fish in a big pond. So I had to really, really work through that, um, and really figure out how to like gain confidence and how to, um, you know, not like always constantly worry about hitting a bad shot. So I had to really shift my mental game. Um, and then I ended up with my dad too he my mom kind of gave him a talking to I think it was maybe my sophomore year and she just told him like if you're if you don't stop she's gonna quit so um he he ended up backing off and I backed off of myself as well um and then I just started playing for fun because I'm like you know what here I am I'm getting um I have a partial scholarship like you know I'm getting my education paid for I get to travel I have an amazing coach amazing teammates so I'm like what am I worried about? Like, you know what? Honestly, I'm here, so I might as well enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and then it was then, of course, like my junior and senior year when I started playing better. Um, and I wasn't like the best. I didn't be, like get super good in those two years, those next two years. Um, but I started appreciating golf again, which I'm really happy because if I would have stayed in that negative space, I think I may have quit mm. or given it up, um, yeah. which I'm so happy that I ended up like falling in love with it again. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's just, it was a matter of me learning how to enjoy it again and make it fun because at that point it was like a chore it was work and it was I hated it so um yeah so that was definitely hard for me but I'm happy I stuck with it because if I didn't then I wouldn't really be here where I am today so yeah yeah. (laughs) so if there was a if there was a young golfer kind Mm -hmm. of in the same spot what Mm -hmm. would your advice so if they're dealing with some because I mean golf's such a mental Mm -hmm. game um I don't know that from experience, but yeah. if, I've heard. Mm-hmm. And so if there's a young golfer that's kind of in the same, the same spaces that you mm-hmm. were, what advice would you give them to help push them through that mental you mm-hmm. know, barrier? Oh my gosh, so many different things. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, golf is a game. It's literally uh, a game. Yeah, right. So uh, don't sweat it. It's in the grand scheme of things in your life, like in the moment, uh, I know in the moment it feels like it's the end of the world, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have however many years to live on this life like that one tournament that you play really poorly in is not going to matter that one shot that you hit really poorly is not going to matter like (laughs) it just kind of putting things into perspective um and then also like i wish i would have done so now that i'm older i've kind of done a lot of like um you know i guess um work on myself i like go to a lot of different seminars i've done a mastermind i read books i'm like i've become a like a a learner again i love um reading uh which i kind of you know when you're in school you kind of get out of that you don't you forget about reading for fun so um i would just say like really dive into working on your mental game and get a mental coach if you have like mental Mm -hmm. performance or mental conditioning coaches if you can if you have the means to do it do it because Mm -hmm. um I, I wish I would have when I was younger. And like, I think, you know, I, I wasn't really, um, 
I don't want to say mature enough, but I feel like I wasn't mature enough at that age mm-hmm. to do that. Um, now that I'm older, I realize how important it is. Um, and then also you just have to work on your confidence. So that kind of goes hand in hand with the mental stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but just know like you're put on this earth for a reason and like, you, I don't know, you just have to be confident. And I, yeah. I don't know how to teach confidence. It's yeah. really hard. It's all in yourself. It's mm-hmm. your, your self-talk. Sure. Um, I would say what I do now is like, I write down three things I'm grateful for every morning when I wake up. Um, I really, I'm I, like, you, I, you kind of have to have an attitude of gratitude and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I, I feel like yeah. that's a lot of different things to do, but, yeah. um, yeah, it's just, don't be so hard on yourself. Cause like I said, in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right. No, that's great. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays there's more, especially nowadays, um, and of course we're past our days of playing in high school. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, now <laughs> we, we know. Yeah, right. A little, a little I think, bit. Right, right. And so now um I think nowadays there's more access to mm-hmm. that information in terms of like the mm-hmm. mental game and um just getting getting that type of help. Mm-hmm. I know that when I was in high school and in college playing ball, that wasn't even a thing that you know, to talk about. Right. Of course, our coaches would always say like, hey, get out of your head. Mm-hmm. You know, that saying. But what know, does that mean? Right. What does that mean? How right. do I do that? How like, do what it, am right. I, mm-hmm. am I even in my head? Like, I, you know, and so right. I think just with technology, like podcasts, like mm-hmm. what, we're, what we're doing yep. and um, just different access to online articles, like mm-hmm. there's more, I think now nowadays there's more and more research about it. So yeah. um, I, I know that when I was coaching, um, I would always that was like my thing mm-hmm. would just be to talk to my girls about just what are you thinking about? What mm-hmm. are you processing? Why are you like, I just asked them questions yeah. to get them to think about like, why am I so hard on myself? Right. Why am, why am I acting like the world is ending? Cause it's mm-hmm. not, cause mm-hmm. it's just a game, you know? Yeah. And so, and of course, you know, and I mean, again, they, they identify themselves with the sport. Right. And mm-hmm. then like, then that's it in the world. Yeah. So I think that, um, I think there's definitely a lot more help nowadays, but mm-hmm. it just needs to be presented right in a way and to that point so there's sorry i just thought of two things but the first one is um what i would also say yes don't sweat the small stuff but also you have to your um you you have to remember the ten thousand hour rule right like i think the thing is you have to put in the work so now looking back i wish i would have put more work into it and Mm. Because, you know, I was upset with the outcome, but how can I be upset with the outcome if I'm not putting in the, mm. the work that it demands? So, you know, if you if you want to be a player that shoots, you know, consistently under par, or you want to be like the best baseball player or softball player, whatever it is, like you have to put in the work. And yeah, it sucks when you're 15, 16 years old, like you just want to have fun. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing, like, you know, when you think about great athletes out there, and I know these like Wayne Gretzky, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, they've all talked about how they weren't the most talented player, but what separated them and what made them the best is the work that they put into it. Like they put in those 10,000 hours and you know, like Wayne Gretzky, I think even talked about this, how he put in the work now, like you have to put in the work now and then you won't have to work as much later. So you kind of have to figure it out. Do you want to put in the work now and not work later or vice versa? So um, I think that's one point. And then also, like you mentioned, the whole athlete identity thing. Um, I think that's a huge thing that every athlete goes through and it's really hard to separate yourself from your sport. Um, but the thing is you have to remember you're a multidimensional person. Um, like I said, you do have to put in the work, you do have to put in those hours, but you do have to know that you are other things outside of your sport. Like, you know, you are a sister, you are a girlfriend, you are a, um, whatever it may be. You're, you're a painter. You're, uh, you know what I mean? You're, you can be other things and you should, you should have some other hobbies outside of your sport as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. No, that's super important. Right. We've talked. I mean, we we've talked about injuries before. Mm-hmm. And you have these in, these athletes that get injured in a major way, mm-hmm. and then they're out for the season or maybe a season and a half. And if that's mm-hmm. if that's kind of where their self worth is mm-hmm. wrapped up in, then it's like, well, right. what do you do for a year and a half? Mm-hmm. Right. You're gonna be in a really bad mental spot. Right. So right. that's huge. I think you have to have something else mm-hmm. that kind of drives you too. For right. Sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. The. Um, yeah, we had a pod, we had an episode about self worth, mm-hmm. and um, I know that when I was younger, I definitely did that. Um, I've never got injured mm-hmm. in a in a way to mm-hmm. make me, you know, um, same feel- knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, especially when we, when we get older, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The recovery time yeah. is not as quick. Yeah. <laughs> a little slower for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it's the whole. Um, uh, you know, if you want to put in, you know, a thousand percent effort and all those out, you know, into that, just know, like do that. And mm-hmm. like, that's your goal and like believe in yourself, but also know that that does not define mm-hmm. your worth. Mm-hmm. And I think without realizing it, thinking about it, a lot of athletes do that. Oh yeah. 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 Self-worth is huge. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyway. So uh, yeah. I know we want to get you out of here on time. <laughs> so we want to be uh, respectful of your time. But I do have two. I have two questions. Yeah, it's okay. Thank you. Because so. I could sit here all night long. Yeah. <laughs> we could too. And that's gotten us in trouble before. It's like, oh, we recorded for way too long. Yeah. And our guest we, is looking at us like, seriously. Yeah. We even chatted before before we, were, we started recording. And the three of us, we were like chatting for like 15 minutes. Yes. So. Yeah. We, we just like you. You're a fun long. guest. Yeah. yeah. We we'll like all of back if you, if you want yeah. me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. If you're willing to come back. Yes. Yes. Talking to her husband later tonight. like, this was terrible. <laughs> oh, I love this. I could talk about this kind of stuff for hours. Okay, good. Thank, thank God. So um, two thoughts. One, I'm, so I'm interested in two things, mm-hmm. uh, and they're two completely different things. Okay. But I'm asking at the same time. So one, do you have any superstitions mm-hmm. as a golfer? Mm-hmm. I don't know if superstition is like a big thing with golfers. Mm-hmm. I know it is for baseball and softball. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then the other thing is, so when you, so all of the stuff that you do, mm-hmm. do you just get like a call and say, hey, you need to go to this place or how does how does that work i'm mm-hmm. super interested in that because you are very busy mm-hmm. <laughs> and i feel like managing all of that would be super difficult so those are two random questions but i want yeah to you know what's funny so we actually uh tisha and i did a clinic at the lpga la tournament um this past weekend and uh i think someone had asked her or they asked both of us that question but i don't remember having any superstitions and i still to this day don't um that's probably good I, yeah, I don't remember. I can't recall, which is, pro- I, I feel like I did have some. Yeah. I just really don't remember them anymore. Um, now I have one because since I play for fun, um, I have a thing about alcohol. Like if I'm playing, so if I'm playing good, I won't get a drink at the turn. If, I, if I'm playing bad, I will get a drink at the turn. <laughs> so that's the only that's one. Awesome. Um, okay. But awesome. which is sorry if that's like feed you 13. But um, <laughs> no, no, no. We, no. Over the age of 21, it's okay. It's yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sure, so Okay, good. Um, and then the other question. Um, so it was. It's really interesting how this has all happened. Um, when I first started doing this, so I decided that I wanted to get into the media space. So my senior year of college, I created my blog, um, NikkiBGolf.com, and it was uh, reviewing golf products. So um, it started out with me creating these fun videos and um, actually in cor- like correspondence with uh, iFit Golf, which is um, well, it was in Folsom now. It's in Rancho Cordova, California, um, and it's actually the shop yeah. that my dad works at. And so me and the owner oh. kind of worked together because he wanted to drive traffic to his online store, and he knew I wanted to kind of get some camera presence. And so it, w- it worked out perfectly. And um, I'm happy I did because, and this is something I also talk about. Um, I applied to so many different internships and so many different jobs, you know, senior year, even after senior year with like NBC, ESPN, Fox Sports, like mm. like all the all the networks, all the like um, marketing companies, PR companies, like honestly, every like every golf company that works in media marketing that you can imagine. Didn't really get a single call back, nothing. It was, you know, so my whole thing to others is like, if you have to create your own path, do it. Like, yeah. um, the one thing is, you know, if if no one was going to open a door for me, then I was going to do it myself. So luckily I had sure. my, you know, dad's boss and yeah. we kind of worked together and I'm so grateful to him for giving me that opportunity. Um, so that kind of took me into this career path that I have. So I really just like built my brand. I spent the first year really figuring out how this whole blogging and social media thing works because that's when Instagram was really taking off. Um, so that's why I was like, you know what, I need to capitalize on this now. And so I, it is, I hate when people ask me about social media, part of me is like, I hate to say it, but it really is a timing thing. Um, and it's hard now because every industry is pretty saturated, but luckily I was able to just do the research and figure out how to grow a blog, how to grow my media presence, how to grow my social media. Um, and I ended up, you know, like hustling, <laughs> hustle right there on the wall. Yes. Um, I ended up, <laughs> that, that's big here. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up like hustling really hard, um, and working hard, um, and networking like crazy. Yeah. And then, um, you know, just trying to figure out like what opportunities would be best for me at the time. And I was kind of a yes girl in the very beginning. Now I kind of protect my time a little bit better. Cool. Um, but I ended up, uh, so I ended up getting a manager um, nice. for, for the first time, what was it, last January of last year. So her and I have been working together a little over a year because um, I got to a point where I realized, you know, if I want to get to the next level, mm-hmm. I need someone else to do this for me. Like, I don't know how to negotiate contracts. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to like sell. My, I don't like pitching myself to people. Like, I just yeah. need someone else to handle all that stuff for me. Um, but then also a, around the time I got her, um, and she's amazing, um, I also got the opportunity to uh, go on a show for Golf Channel called 
called Shot Makers, and it was a top golf based reality competition show. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. ended up um, winning it. So that was filmed Sweet. February of That's last cool. year. Yeah. So we it was, we filmed it over a seven day period. Um, and it you know there were seven episodes. And yeah, it was really awesome. I ended up oh, winning. And it, the awesome. what's funny is if I would have done that four years ago when I was in college, I guarantee you I wouldn't have won. And the reason why is because now I have the confidence that I did not have back then. And for me, I knew it was like my one shot. Like this was my, essentially my big break, which is funny because that was my plan after college um, was to graduate, go on Golf Channel Show, big break, and then become like a correspondent for them. Um, That was my plan. They ended up canceling that. Um, I think it was my junior or senior year. And then I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? Like, how am I going to get on Golf Channel? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so, you know, it took me, it took me, a, like, I went on a very different route. Um, it happened a lot later than I wanted it to. Yeah. Um, but I'm so happy it did because I've learned so much along the way. And um, it, it happened for the better. Like, I think everything is not on my timing. It's on God's timing. And it was a blessing in disguise how it happened. Um, and, but then, you know, after I won Shop Makers, then Golf Channel asked me to be a social media correspondent for um, the American Century championship which is just so funny like the the way the universe works is very funny because that is my favorite tournament i've gone oh, every year since oh, i was 15. Wow. That's awesome. um i got married at edgewood cool. where they have it so oh, nice. it was just funny how everything was coming full circle finally oh. so yeah my biggest thing to everyone is like patience persistence like dry like mm. keep working like the resiliency yeah. like you have to have it um and you have to you have to be like constantly remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. (laughs) Um, you know, remember why you're passionate about what it is in the first place. Um, but yeah, and that's kind of how everything has happened now. I mean, I kind of, that was a long, long way of answering your question, but, um, yeah, you know, so at first it started happening. Like I was having to pitch myself and, um, you know, it was, it was a grind and just networking like crazy and reaching out to people. Luckily now that I have a manager slash slash agent, whatever you want to call her, um, she's able to kind of get brand deals for me. And, and, you know, I have golf channel now, which is amazing. I love working for them. Um, and then all the other things I'm doing, but yeah, it's been, it's been a long journey. It definitely didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen, but it never does. Full disclosure, everyone. It never does. Um, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, it's, it's been, um, a crazy four years, but you know, I'm, I think I've gotten a lot further, uh, you know, I'm sure than, than other people have in, in that amount of time. So I'm, I'm very grateful and very blessed. So That's awesome. yeah. Yes, <laughs> girl. I've been wanting to say yes, girl. Yes, every girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're speaking my language. <laughs> that was That's super awesome. motivating. Oh my gosh. That's really good. Yeah. Felt yeah. like I was listening to a Rachel Hollis podcast. Oh. I, oh, do you stop like, it. I found a Ray Ray Hollis okay. fan. The fact that you just com- <laughs> kind of compared me to her just made my life. Just just saying. The smile I'm, on your face is pretty big. I'm yeah. obsessed with her. Like she is she is my like goal. Like that's what I want to be. Like she that's my 10 year goal. Cause she I think she's like what, 30? Pre- I think she's 36. Yeah. So she's 10 years older than me. So that's my 10 year goal. Preach girl. Mm-hmm. I know every time I say mm-hmm. Josh is, I'm sure it's been a while. Who, I know it's been a while since I mentioned, I I mentioned her before. Out. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, my girl Ray Ray Hollis, and oh, Josh yeah, yeah. is like, who are you talking? Who is I haven't, that? I haven't read her new book yet, but I, I'm dying to. Oh, girl. I, I, know, I know, I know. I'll give it you. <laughs> girl, stop apologizing. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, girl. Have you did you watch mm-hmm. Read Girl? Watch mm-hmm. it? Okay. We are we are not sponsored by her, but we would love to be. It does feel like it sometimes though. Girl, oh. it does. Yeah. We her a lot. Oh, she's just great. She's a trailblazer for sure. Oh yeah. Women everywhere. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I, I'll take your word for it. She's very, po- I know she's yeah. very popular. <laughs> Josh is like, I know. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because you've mentioned her almost I, every podcast. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Anyway, I had to tell you that. I was like, oh, awesome. preach, girl. Um, you know what I forgot to do? I forgot mm. to ask her the questions, our warm up questions. Oh, no. Questions. That's true. Can I do it now? Yeah. Or is it, are we running out of time? Too late? Yeah, do it now. Okay. Okay, we'll, do, we'll make a response as quick. Usually at the beginning, what we've been trying to do with our guests is ask warm up questions. Yes. Yeah. Love it. And of course, I screwed up. I love up that the you warm up questions. Yeah, I right. So we'll call these cool down questions perfect there's three of them okay so first one is who would you swap lives with for a day well, duh, Rachel Hollis. <laughs> I mean, okay, honestly, though, uh, there's a few different ones. Rachel Hollis, Joanna Gaines. I love Joanna oh, Gaines. Awesome. Um, I also love Jenna Kutcher. She's a marketing yes. guru. Um, and then oh. who else? Oh, gosh. Uh, Beyonce. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. girl. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We were, like, meant to. Yes. Because I love all this people. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, since in honor of Endgame coming just came out, um, would you rather be invisible or have X-ray vision? Ooh, it's 
or like superhero power like x-ray vision you know what in invisible because i don't really care about seeing other people's stuff it's a burden yeah like i i don't know but i would like to be invisible because i would love to be a fly on the wall in everyone's conversations like i just i'm i always i have to be in the know i have to know what's going on um i don't but i don't need to see like your you know your yeah. unmentionables or anything yeah. so well especially going to so many golf that's a lot of people at golf events too so you just oh. you're trying to like yeah. you know drive a ball and you're yeah. seeing everything yeah no yeah no I, <laughs> no I, that's a good call that's good have call. you seen it? Have you seen? No, so don't spoil anything okay. for me yet. We're seeing Captain Marvel tonight because we haven't seen oh, it yet. Cool. I know we're, nice. we're late in the game, but I haven't been home, so I'm, it's all <laughs> nice. good. I'm way more later. I haven't seen any of those movies. I plan to. I know my sister's like, "What are you doing really with your good. life?" We're the biggest Avenger fans. Oh my yes. gosh, my sister, same. Friday, no, Saturday, Last Saturday was good. Sa- it was, yeah. yeah. It was really good. Um, okay. Did you see? I met Chris Pratt this weekend. By the way, what? I did see that. No. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. Uh, I missed it. I died. I yeah. was like, I, I was like, okay, full disclosure, Chris. I was like, I think my husband will be a little bit more jealous like that I'm meeting you like he he will be so stoked that I'm meeting you um there it is yeah I found it and then he told me he was like yeah you you guys are really gonna love Endgame like I just saw it it's awesome yeah and I was like oh gosh and he was so nice like such a great humble person like remembered my name and I was like I love you wow that's awesome I'm like hall pass Tom hall pass Just oh kidding. Gosh. <laughs> You're like, but not really. But not really. <laughs> Unless Chris Pratt's listening, then yeah, yeah. reach out to her. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, fiance. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's engaged. Catherine Schwarzenegger, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, oh sorry, Catherine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe right. Yeah. <laughs> Last question. Um, what is the one food you could eat every day for the rest of your life? Oh. Hmm, that's a good one. Jeez. Um. Gosh, I'm gonna be really boring and just go with pizza because I love pizza. Um, Maybe mac and cheese if it didn't always give me a tummy ache. Both of those do though because (laughs) I'm like gluten free, lactose intolerant. I'm like all the sensitivities now. Um, But yeah, if I could eat them and have no issues, I think I would do pizza because pizza you can kind of change it up more than Uh you can mac and cheese. That's true. Yeah, that's a good call. Mm -hmm. I've talked to to people before about like if you could, if you could change a food. So like if you could change like a food you really like Mm -hmm. to the equivalent of like eating like spinach. You know what I'm saying? Like I would, ice cream. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That'd <laughs> yeah. be that'd be yeah. awesome. I was like, hey, right. you're not getting enough ice cream in your diet. You need more oh, of that. That'd be awesome, gosh, right? That would be amazing. Right. So well, right. thank you so much for joining us. Where can they find you? Oh my gosh, you can find me everywhere. Besides, besides, besides <laughs> everywhere. Um, you can find me all the social media handles. I am Nikki B Golf. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I also um, you can find for her sports as well. It's F O R E her sports on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and then my blog is nikkibgolf.com. Um, I also have a, I do have a YouTube channel as well. That's also Nikki B Golf. Um, and I'm going to be hopefully ramping that up pretty soon with some more fun content. Cool. Um, um, and then as well as the golf channel, I'm usually on there from time to time on their Facebook and Instagram and Twitter um, covering different tournaments. I'll be at the NCAA Women's Championship in a couple weeks. Oh I'm gosh. really excited about that. Cool. Um, and Sac State, they're going to the girls' team is going to regionals. Oh, and sweet. so I'm like rooting for them. So Yay. stingers up. Hopefully they make yeah, it to yeah. the championship. That would That's be amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think those are all. The, and then Play Like a Girl. Um, we're okay. at Play Like a Girl uh, MP on Instagram, I okay. think as well, on Twitter and Facebook. That's and nice. our podcast play like a girl if you're listening to this now i know you love podcasts so go and listen to play like a girl for sure yeah but make sure you give these guys a nice stellar review first yes thank you appreciate that so basically if you can't find nikki b you are not trying yeah i'm everywhere she's everywhere where can they find us they and then you guys can find us um on Twitter at Sports Character at Character at Character Combine on Twit on Oh my gosh I'm messing this up. Right. It, hang on, rewind. Let's start over. Rewind. Again. Twitter. Yeah, where can they find us? Okay, Twitter <laughs> at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We are on Snapchat. Has anyone snapped you? I don't know because I don't have it on my phone. Oh my gosh. I hate Snapchat. <laughs> Me so. too. Okay, I don't it. even use it. Yes. Now that Instagram has stories, like what's the point of Snapchat <laughs> anymore? I, right? I literally said the exact same no. thing. That's I have true. a Snapchat too, but that, I don't I, I don't say it because I'm like, don't Snapchat me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I won't receive it because I only have like the friends only. So right. yeah. I don't even have the app on my phone. Same, so same. we do okay. have one, but you know. <laughs> okay. You're not well, gonna get nothing to, back. Okay, then don't yeah, don't snap us then. Um and in YouTube too, right? A little bit on YouTube, yeah. A little bit. Okay. Well there we are. There you go. There we're everywhere. All everywhere. Yep, everywhere. So, Nikki, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Thank you for having me.